Good morning, good morning, and welcome to day number three of Walking with Jesus Through the Word. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. We're in Matthew. If you don't have a copy of the reading plan, that may have surprised you. We started with Genesis 1 and 2, and you may have thought today would be Genesis 3. But before we get to the bad news of the fall, we're going to come over to the New Testament and get the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 1. The New Testament begins with a genealogy, and we'll talk about why that is as well as we'll hear Matthew's account of the familiar Christmas story and the birth of our Savior. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this day that you've given to us. Thank you for your word that you've given to us. Please write your word upon our hearts this morning. We need to hear from you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram, oops, didn't mean to do that. Where are we? And Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asaph, and Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram. Keeps wanting to jump around on me. Sorry. Um, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliud, and Eliud the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Mathan, and Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man, and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, 
Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. So we have here in Matthew chapter 1, the coming of Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior of his people into the world. But before he comes, we get the genealogy of the lineage of Jesus. Why start the New Testament with a list of names? Couldn't there be a more interesting way to start a book? Well, perhaps more interesting, but not more important. You see, this is the book of the genealogy or the origins of Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Anointed One. Jesus means salvation. Christ means the Anointed One. And he is the son of David and the son of Abraham. And it's very important to establish that right up front. Because you see, God had made two great and precious promises. He had made a promise to David, recorded in 2 Samuel chapter 7, that one of his sons would sit on the throne as king over God's people forever. And he had made a promise to Abraham. Back in Genesis chapter 12 and chapter 15 and chapter 17, he said, Abraham, I'm going to be your God and you're going to be the beginning of my people. And those who bless you will be blessed. Those who curse you will be cursed. And through you will all the nations of the earth be blessed. And then in Genesis 22, after Abraham was called to sacrifice Isaac, which we'll look at in a few weeks, God says to him, through your offspring, that is through a seed to come from your line, through one of your descendants shall all the nations on earth be blessed. And so we need to establish at the beginning of Matthew's gospel, if Jesus is really the fulfillment of all of the long-awaited expectations and hopes of God's people, he has to be the son of David and the son of Abraham. And that's the point of this genealogy, to show God's covenant faithfulness. Jesus is the son of Abraham through Isaac and Jacob and Judah and his brothers. And he's also the son of David through Solomon and Uriah. We see some other important things here. It, it, it should recall to mind lots of things from the Old Testament, even though in this Bible reading plan, we haven't read through much of the Old Testament yet. But normally, if you've read Matthew chapter 1, it would have come after having read the Old Testament and being familiar with a lot of these names. And you'll notice a lot of these names are sinful people who did horrible things. And some of these names are foreigners, and some of these names are women. Now, in a Jewish mindset, Jewish men were considered to be better than anyone else. Women were considered a step below that, and Gentiles were basically just dogs. And so you have Gentiles and women who are included in the genealogy of the Son of God to show that Jesus comes to be Savior and Lord of all. Rahab was a Canaanite woman prostitute. Ruth was a Moabitess, and the Moabites were cursed by God because of their betrayal to God's people. David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, who was a Hittite, but who was essentially killed by David in an act to cover up his adultery. So there's lots of sin, and there's lots of sorrow. The deportation to Babylon would have recalled a great sorrow in the history of God's people. But after generations of sin and sorrow, both Jew and Gentile, male and female, are included in this line to show us that Jesus is born. And the birth of Jesus tells us the meaning of his name 
and the meaning of his coming. We don't have time to focus on everything, so I just want to focus on that. You shall call his name Jesus, verse 21, for he will save his people from their sins. Jesus comes to be our salvation, to save us from our sins. We wonder what's wrong with the world. We wonder what's wrong with us. And there are lots of people who will make lots of diagnoses. Some people will say the problem with the world is unequal economics. The rich have too much money and the poor have too little. And if we could just make everything equal in terms of economic outcomes, then the world would be a happy place. So make everybody middle class and the world will become a paradise? I don't think so. Some people say, well, it's really just mental health struggles. You know, it's kind of biological. We just need the right pharmaceuticals, the right therapeutics to make our brains work better, and then we'll be better. So get everybody on psychotropic drugs and the world will become a paradise? I don't think so. Some people say it's because, you know, we don't trust each other. There's tribalism. So just make the world one big happy family. And, uh, you know, there's never any conflict within any families is there. Actually, the genealogies remind us that there's tons of conflict throughout all families. The world is broken and we are broken because of sin. And Jesus comes to save us from our sin. And he comes as Emmanuel, which means God with us. He comes as God with us to save us from our sin. That is the gospel. That is the good news. That is the one who is called Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you for our Messiah, the Anointed One, the Son of God, the Savior of sinners who put their hope in him. Thank you for Jesus. Help us to trust in him today and always. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we will be back in the book of Genesis tomorrow. I hope you can join us. Have a blessed day in the Lord.